the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson. With you, as always, your other host, Taylor Wells. Episode 140, 130, actually, coming to you guys today. 130. Folks, very special guest host today with us, Cam Severson. Tough guy extraordinaire. Cam Severson coming at you, you guys today. Cam, we're happy to have you on the show. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. This is my... Uh... <laughs> This is my first podcast. I've been asked um, to do quite a few, but just just because uh, chance came to my hockey camps as a kid, that's the only reason I'm doing this. No, you feel, just... you feel bad for him, huh? He's he was that bad. You gotta <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta make up for I, it now. I don't even remember him, but I remember the name. That's it. This this he he sits back. They they, they go back. Oh God, that first year we had this one kid. He could barely stand up. I don't know how he's gonna even play hockey. <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll just take his money pretty much <laughs> pretty much yeah most of them go. are that way there you yeah, go. god that was so uh for those who have uh, no idea uh cam severson longtime nhl or tough guy in the show and uh as he's talking about uh used to host a, a hockey camp very popular hockey camp here uh, lots of big names that made it through a lot of spokane greats uh obviously um, I went to the first year, 2004, 2005, the Seaver summer. And I think I even went the, the year after, uh, those were back when it was out at planet ice, a rink that's no longer there. What Cam and you, I loved that rink. Yeah, no, it was, it was, um, it was a super cool deal back, back in the day, which was kind of weird here in this area was two brand new rinks, which one had two ice, ice sheets and, and then one had one like basically popped up like the same year yeah and it, like so it kind of went from like two not enough ice to like too much and there was there was some stuff that kind of went down with whatever it was with ownership or whatever but yeah i know it was it was cool i mean it was it was an opportunity to uh i was still playing that today uh, or you know i was basically playing in the nhl and i got kind of approached by honestly i got approached by a bunch of local hockey parents that that I knew um from my hockey camps or from my adult camps that I did to 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 basically start this hockey school kind of thing and that's kind of where it went from there um had, had you ever had you ever like dealt with teaching kids hockey stuff or like were you coaching at the time or anything not a bit not a no. bit um <laughs> nice. to be honest with you it was uh yeah, like I said, it was kind of, you know, I, so when I was still playing, I, I had a group of people here that, that, uh, um, that I sometimes skated with in the rec leagues, which I found out that that was a terrible idea when I was still playing in the NHL and skating against <laughs> rec league players and stuff like that, like the, the whole competitive nature of it, um, didn't go well. So, you know, like, I mean, it's just kind of a deal where you, you know, you're, you're asked from some friends of yours to go play in a, you know, a rec league game. And, and, and then some of the other players that you're playing against um, found out that you played in the NHL. And so they, I don't know, it was like kind of a deal where they go pretty hard against you, and, you, know, <laughs> was, you know, and I'm a bigger guy and stuff like that. And, and it was like a deal where, okay, well, hold on. I'm, I was just trying to stay out of the way. Like I was sure. just trying to have some fun with friends of mine and stuff like that. And then you got somebody that like, Oh, this guy plays in the NHL. 
I should have been there kind of thing or something like that. And yeah. I'm going to go in the, co- I'm going to go in the corner and, uh, you know, try to rough them up a bit, but oh, you know, they're going to fuck around and find out real quick. Yeah. yeah and that, so that was, that was a quick end. That was a quick end to my, uh, adult rec league, uh, stuff here in <laughs> the Spokane area. Yeah. I mean, we I, call in, in beer league cam, we call that tryhards, man. So that's, that's just, that's a definition of just being a tryhard. They want to get after you. It's no, always been that way, but I mean, I, and I don't blame them, I guess. I mean, I, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, somebody's out there that, uh, currently playing in the NHL or, I mean, the worst part of it is years after that, when I retired and hadn't played for ever and trying to join these, uh, tournaments or whatever that, uh, you know, that, that, uh, you know, they got this NHL guy, but even though I'd played for 10 years, I even put my gear on for five or six years before that. Um, you know, you're, and then, then the competitive juices kind of come out a little bit and, and, uh, it's not good. Like I'm like 200, I don't know, 200. Well, when I played I'm I was 220 when I, right now I'm about 250, right? <laughs> so, so yeah. you, you lean on somebody and they're probably not going to work the next day. And then you look like an asshole. Yeah. Even though they're the so, ones who were trying to pick, uh, right. pick a fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I always enjoyed it though. I, 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 like I have so many friends from this area um, just because of that kind of thing. Like the, the adult rec league community here is, I think it's awesome, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it was kind of, you know, it wasn't great at times, right? Because you're you just, like, you don't want to hurt anybody and you sure. but like, I always struggle with it. Like I always, so that's where I just stopped kind of, so kind of doing the rec league thing. Cam, for the, for the, for the inland Northwest, like the Pacific Northwest, like the Spokane, North Idaho area, did you get like, cause you're from Saskatchewan. Did you get exposed to the area because of like your time in the WHL? Uh, well, yeah. So I was, I was, I was traded to the Spokane chiefs. Um, um, so in my junior years and, and, uh, so I, so I came from the Prince Albert Raiders, which was a team in the WHL that was in Saskatchewan in my home province um which was kind of cool with like family and stuff like that but um sure. um you know all the above three hours from my hometown but i but i got an op like so the spokane chiefs were hosting the memorial cup and this was um this was 2000 or, i mean sorry this was 1998 that i think it was right. yeah yeah and uh so there you know back in the day it was um like junior teams would, you know, like it still happens to this day. Like whoever's hosting the Memorial Cup, they try to load up on like, you know, older 20 year old players or 19 year old players that are sure. very well established in the league. And they, and in turn, trade a bunch of young guys or a couple of young guys for that player. And, and so I got an opportunity to play in the Memorial Cup and, and uh, it was actually, yeah, it was actually, I mean, we lost to Portland. We lost to, well, we single-handedly lost to Marion Hosa. Um, Hunter. I mean, they were good. <laughs> I mean, uh, they were. Uh, no big deal. Just Marion Hosa. Yeah, that's fine. It's a nobody. No, I, and I shouldn't say that. I, I'm, I know some of the other players on the team, but like, I, I mean, he was, he yeah. was just a, a absolute stud. Uh, sure. And he blew his, and he blew his knee out. Um, 
in the in the semifinals of oh, shit. um yeah absolutely worst thing ever happened he was out for a whole year um because of that memorial cup and and uh i'll never forget it um and uh yeah he ended up playing for ottawa like after a whole year of because he got drafted by ottawa he was really good probably yeah. probably top like if i was to name three of the best junior players that i ever played against in my day hosa would be hosa would be number one i think oh um, wow okay yeah yeah no he was he was dominant he was um he was like a man amongst boys, like and and I played in the day like uh, Chara, I mean Patrick Marlowe. Um oh boy, I should have had some name. Yeah. yeah, big boy. Brandon Morrow. Um Ooh, like big boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it yeah, and, and he was he was dominant. So yeah, and that so I so I ended up um getting traded here and then um and then ended up staying and played pro for lots of years after that, but met my wife and all the above and, and uh, started, started a life here. Um, nice. Well, Cam, Cam yeah. I want to embarrass you a little bit. Um, all right. here, here's your stats right here. So I highlighted the, the season you got traded over from Prince Albert. Uh, 20 points in 23 games, though, dude. That's, that's pretty a, good, man. That's pretty damn good. 15 and 18 in the playoffs. That's that's fucking solid. So, yeah, don't yeah. cut yourself short ever, dude. That's money. Yeah, no, I yeah, like in junior, I was, I was, I was, I was half decent, I guess, like you'd say. Like, I mean, I, I, uh, but I was always kind of putting that stereotype of being kind of a tough guy or whatever it was. But, sure. um, but it was like, yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> I got a huge opportunity by. Uh, by a coach that really liked me that's not very popular right now and i don't know if i should even bring up i don't want to get into that but his name fair, his name fair is enough. babcock yeah, like you know yeah. what i mean so yeah so i i don't know what how to how to tackle that one on my thoughts but yeah there was an opportunity that i actually got to I, you know i got to i got to meet the guy too i went to the the chiefs so before your camp the chiefs actually still did like a youth camp and i got to go in yeah. 2000 2001 so i was a big part of, in fact i was i was going to bring up you were skating with some of my child you know when you're a kid you don't necessarily know the the pros yet you just know the local team and you know i grew up watching Derek shoots like that was that oh, guy yeah. was my, shoots you as my roommate yeah. no nice. shit That's and we grew up and we grew up in saskatchewan together not not in the same right. towns but played peewee and bantam these stupid names that we used to have back <laughs> in the day for the ages of kids. But anyways, yeah, me and Derek like um played together in youth hockey. And yeah, so which is simple. which is even on like and Brandon Cote's from that same town too, but he was he was younger um than than we were. But yeah, so here me me and Derek Schutz are are from Saskatchewan, played together in, in uh 12 year old 13 year old 14 year old now we're both playing for the spokane chiefs and we're roommates at our host family's house so oh, it was that seemed so planned that seemed like put, yeah. the, put the saskatchewan dudes together you know oh yeah it was weird. definitely weird, it was definitely weirdos, yeah. <laughs> it was definitely planned i guess but yeah, yeah. no shootsy was a shootsy was a yeah he was, a, he was a, just an unbelievable uh leader uh like mature beyond 
a normal 17 year old kid's age kind of thing. Now, Um, now that I'm old (laughs) enough, I gotta, I gotta buy him a beer. He, uh, in that chiefs camp, I don't know if you ever met Joff Keeler. Um, Joff, Joff ended up ripping my toenail off with a, during the camp and, and shoots, shootsy, uh, picked me up and took me to the trainer's room, (laughs) got me all bandaged up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I know. He actually lives in Liberty Lake, so. No shit. All right. Well, I'll have to yeah. if he if he hears this. Uh, There's your next out. guest. There There's you your next Ooh. guest right there. If there if you go. got his address and his social, we'll take that too. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh shoots he's a, a straight. I mean, I I don't know. He's kind of a he's a straight and narrow. Um, I guess we all are. If my kids are watching this, but sure. Um, we'll no, it's. Yeah, he's a. Yeah, no, he just moved back here about three or four, five years ago. I guess. Awesome, very cool. Well, yeah, definitely have to hit him up. So, um, talking, you're going back to your career a little bit, just to kind of get people in. You know, if our listeners just don't know, don't know who you are. So, making your way yeah. through uh, juniors and whatnot, ECHL, and then uh, make your jump into the AHL. How was what? Explain like the change for a pro. I, I understand the game might be a little different now, but like that jump from WHL to AHL, like what's with the skill level, the intensity, tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. that. Well, I, that's, that's a very good question because like, um, it, you know, it's the AHL, so it's the minors, right? So you're thinking, Oh yeah, I can play in this league. No big deal. I'm, I'm, my goal is to play in the NHL, but I guess I got to take a step in the AHL or whatever. Right. Sure. It is, it is, an unbelievable league like so really because i know that i i know that for a fact because i started in the echl which is my first year pro in uh peoria and uh you know that's basically like in in hockey terms or well i guess we more baseball terms would be uh would be the double a of hockey versus triple a you know and, and uh that league was was uh was a step up from junior like you would not believe um for me but but it was more on honestly it was more on the the life like um so you live like when you play for a junior organization you have a host family that is basically your second set of parents and you live with them and they take care of you and they feed you and they do your laundry and they um you become part of their family. Um, so, you know, 20 years old, you get aged out of junior, all of a sudden you're living on your own in, in an apartment and you're, you know, like, I remember, I remember I didn't even, I mean, I had to buy a toaster. I had to buy a, I had to buy like utensils and, uh, plates and forks and, and everything like, so, Kev's you know, like, biggest... no, first thing is the toaster. 100%. We got to get that off. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? The best thing I ever bought, my grandpa, that was back in the day. Like, so my grandma passed away. Um, and so my grandpa was on his own. And me and my grandpa are really close. And and uh, and uh, I, I remember talking to him on the phone. And and, uh, and he said, well, you got to get this George Foreman grill. Oh, and that was back yeah. in that was back in the day when like you know george foreman grill you just throw whatever you want on there and yeah literally cook anything you want kind of thing and 
And so, yeah, so I, yeah, that was, that was kind of the deal, but like back to the point, I guess it was, it was like the biggest adjustment in pro hockey is, is like I just said, you're, you're on your own. Like you went from like being taken care of from your parents to your junior team, um, which, you know, the Spokane chiefs, they had an unbelievable host. Well, it's called a billet, yeah. I guess is what yep. they call it, but but they had an unbelievable host family program where, you know, they had a person that, that um, I don't remember her name, but uh, she, she made sure that she found the right families and, and, and made our life, which is crazy because you think about it. Like I was, you know, I have a 16 year old daughter. I mean, you know, if I'm, if I'm sending my 16 year old son to another country and you know like as parents it's 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 a it's a big deal so sure. um and and uh so it was very very uh you know and i ended up having the greatest you know two hosts i mean their names rick and kathy they uh they uh they they never had their own kids so i'm so they're basically long story short they're my second set of parents still to this day That's um awesome. they're they're my third set of grandparents for both my daughters. Um, Love it. Yeah, I was. It, it was really, it was really an eye opener, I guess, on moving to pro after that. I guess is what oh, I'm yeah. trying to say. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's crazy because I don't think many people understand. You know, like everybody's always concerned with the on ice stuff. You know, like oh, how's he going to adapt to the you know the, yeah. the ice and the physicality? But that's, I mean, these guys are not they're not just like robots. Like they got to deal with a lot of off ice changes and whatnot too. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure guys, you know, handled it, you know, in different ways, but I know for a fact that everybody that goes to their first year pro it, like, it don't matter. Like even a guy that goes right to the NHL, like at a junior, I mean, it, it, it just goes from this to that, you know, and, and you're on your own. Um, I know, I know nowadays, like, like I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm pretty good friends. I used to be really good friends with Patrick Marlowe. Like, uh, so we played, um, you know, youth hockey, we played on team Saskatchewan together and all the above his first year in the NHL at 17 years old, he lived with Kelly Rudy, which is like a long time NHL guy. I think he's in a, I think he's an announcer now, but oh, no he way. was on. Yeah. So he lived in Kelly Rudy's guest house and Kelly Rudy and his wife, and 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 that happens a lot like in nhl like uh you know like um i don't know if connor bedard's living with somebody or not but um it happened sure a lot he has happening. yeah like but i mean as far as an older veteran off of his team like oh yeah 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 that's yeah yeah that happens happens a lot so but like i said it's you know the grind of of moving up to a higher level and then trying to live on your own for once is that's that's kind of you know, totally we uh we, yeah. we've got a few select players we like to pump tires on the show just because of like certain connections or something that we you know we really respect on them and one of them we always like to we pump the tires of uh um michael grabner grabner was a was a chief yeah, and grabs yeah grabby yeah, he worked at Gra my camps too yeah oh yeah well uh, Gra so grabby was uh billeted with uh, a buddy of mine that uh, i think actually probably went went to one of your camps too most likely um mm -hmm. yeah he built it with them so grabby grabby uh is a is a friend of the show i mean yeah, what, other, no, what other sport are you doing that though right like you know you don't you don't hear about football players really doing that you don't hear about you know i mean no, maybe, maybe no, soccer but that's just yeah it's crazy 
it's not like a, and I do listen to a lot of podcasts just because I, you know, I still, I mean, it's not really something that's really ever been brought up. Like, not that I've heard of, but like, it's, it's a, it's a huge deal. Grabner came from Austria. Like he came from a whole yeah. different country. I mean, yeah, yeah I came, mm-hmm. yeah, I came from a different country, which is Canada, but it's still, I mean, it's not like that. It's, di- you know it's different. Mean? It's different. Right. Yeah. But it's more like, for me, it was more like homesick and kind of like that kind of stuff. Like these guys are coming over and I trust me, I know. Cause I went and played in Germany. I played in Germany for two years and Austria for two years. And, and it's like, and I was a grown man. And it's like, almost like you're a little kid trying to figure out how to, how to even survive there. I mean, setting up a bank account or, or, uh, you know, setting up your phone. I mean, so these kids are coming over, like Grabner's coming over at like what, 17 or something like that, you know, and like, never mind. Yeah. So it's, uh, like, there's a lot to it, you know, but it's, you know, it's, it's a character. I mean, it's just a, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't, I mean, character built. I mean, it's like, you know, that's why most, uh, most hockey players that you ever meet, um, are good guys. Like, really sure. good guys like they're yep. you know they're humble they 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 you know i'm talking europeans i'm talking whatever they it's just the way it's kind of set up from 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 the start right and um hockey players are definitely a different breed for sure yeah yeah no i yeah definitely so talking about so that that's the big change going from juniors to ahl What's um tell put us in the mind of when you're when you finally get the chance with the ducks when you make your way there. By the way, we we do have not it's not me, but we do have a ducks a big ducks fan. Uh, oh, you do? Co-host. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. right Taylor, there, huh? Taylor's <laughs> Taylor's Taylor's a pretty big ducks fan. So okay, actually, here let me ask you the biggest most important question about the ducks. Uh, how bad have they ruined their jerseys compared to when you wore them? Ooh. No, oh. I, I don't well block that shit out dude block that shit i don't even know like i don't know where he's out with it but think about the jerseys that we had like oh. i mean we were owned by we were owned by disney mm-hmm. we were the whole nhl franchise evolved around a disney movie right okay right did you ever like meet and, the cast or anything like that uh, well, I, I can go on that. I mean, Michael Eisner. Yeah. Um, so, so he had a box at, so they owned, they don't own them anymore, but, sure. uh, but, uh, so he had, he had a box at the, and that back in the day was called the pond. Okay. Um, now it's called the Honda center. Right. Um, but, uh, it was, you know, Michael Eisner, had a box, met him a couple times at like some kind of, you know, big banquets we would have. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, never, yeah. never really got to know him too much, but we got to know his son very, very well. And uh, his son would take the box and his son was, you know, at that time was, um, I don't know, 16, 17 years old. And he's bringing all of his friends to this, uh, this VIP box kind of nice. thing that, that the owner had and and um it was you know like to to answer your question like so one of the awesomest things that mm, that's not even a word is it awesomest but, <laughs> yeah no it is yeah absolutely. now yeah we, we just made it a word it's in canada that's what we say in Saskatchewan. i'm just, I'm just <laughs> but uh <laughs> but uh 
so we would get four gold passes, which are called, which are Disney passes, gold passes, which means that like you got free, you, you got to get into Disneyland for free. And then okay. you didn't even have to wait in line kind of thing for oh, any of the rides. Okay. VIP. Yeah. 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 And so it was like, uh, you know, it was like, it was really awesome. Like in that regards, but it was more like, I felt like I was a Disneyland tour guide because, <laughs> you know, everybody that came up for a game, and I'm talking my parents, my sister, my cousins, my friends from back home or whatever, you know, or families or whatever it is that came to uncles and aunts with, with my nephews, they, you know, they would come watch a game, but I'd also have to take them to Disneyland. Um, and, and, uh, so it got to a point where I, you know, I take them around and show them all the rides and blah, 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 and spend the day with them to a point of, okay, here's the deal. I'm dropping you off at the front gates. All right. And then you're going to go to Indiana Jones first and you're going to go to uh, the whatever it is. Matter, Matter Space Horn, Mountain. Yeah, there you go. Matterhorn second. Yep. You're gonna because I had it all like I had it all figured out. Like so you don't have yeah. to wait and you know and all the all the best rides. But it was it was actually really cool. I mean, but That's awesome. back to the jerseys. I I mean yeah. I mean I think they're better now. Like like really now. Oh. Well well now they're the Anaheim Ducks. Like so it's sure, yeah, it's still sure. a duck, still a duck. But sure. like we got grown men, NHL veterans like Timo Solani, <laughs> Paul Correa. I'm talking like some big names of like people, you know, wearing. I mean, wearing these. I mean, wearing jerseys that. And I, I thought they're awesome. I still have them. I mean, I thought they're awesome. But sure. it was, you know, when you think about it now, it's kind of like holy man, like these NHL stars, like. I think we had Adam Oates one time too. He's a really good player. I mean, he's yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, like there's some big names that came through there, but I always kind of laughed because we'd always just like quack quack like in the locker room, like <laughs> no, no, like like, like, <laughs> like like you know, and it's like holy shit, this is the NHL, but we got like NHL <laughs> veterans like kind of somewhat making fun but I mean, it's, it's still in the nhl right you guys aren't like watching the movies before the games to get pumped or something oh right? come like, on no not at all i'd be doing that no nobody nobody was ever like okay we're actually going to do the flying v tonight like that's, right. that's it's, the, it's the charlie no and i didn't even really like honestly i didn't even really know too much about that i mean i watched a movie but sure I mean, but it was kind of like, I don't know, you're you're in the NHL. I don't care oh, what yeah. right. I mean, that's fair. So oh, yeah. what if my so what if my pants are are uh, purple pink or whatever the hell right. they were? So, you know, that's, like, it's funny you brought yeah. that up. That's my favorite ducks jersey, the one that's like more like purple than anything. Um that yeah, like, I mean like nobody think about it. Yeah, I mean, now they think about it, but I I like when I was there, they they started to transition a little bit off of that, uh, you know, the original jersey, like mm -hmm. the yeah, you know, it was like the green white or something. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, like we well, we had a dark black, and then we had a purple, purple emblem. Um, okay, yeah. And then like oh, yeah. black socks and kind of, kind of that. We still had the turquoise helmets at times. Right, <laughs> right, right now, I think it's like like for the last like three or four years. 
Um, I, I think it's basically been said that the Ducks jerseys right now are like some of the worst in the league. So oh, yeah, they rank like 32nd and, and then, and then they bring the, they bring like the jerseys you guys wore and they're like top, you know, top three. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I, it's no. a nostalgia thing though, you know? Yeah, oh, no, sure. I get that. No, like I've yeah. seen them and I, I think they look cool. I, but like I like my point is, is kind of like when you think about it now, it's like back in the day, it was kind of like almost like a kind of a joke. Like, right. Like, OK, yeah, like, that makes sense. You got the like, duck call. Though, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even though it's <laughs> yeah. the NHL. And so I'm kind of like, holy shit, I finally made the NHL. And, and I'm on this team that's like <laughs> kind of like, what the hell? Quack, quack. We're like in yeah. a locker room. Like, <laughs> The blueberry bulldogs, baby. Yeah. Yeah. But we actually went to, I mean, we went to the Stanley Cup finals, game seven, lost in it. So, yeah. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Like pretty legit. I I was there for game six, Cam. Yeah. I mean, you you probably, you probably saw me, but. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I was probably walking around the stands eating popcorn. I'm gonna be on a podcast with that guy one of these days. I can tell. <laughs> he's, he's like seven years old. It'll be great. That's yeah, shit. no, but yeah, no, it was really cool. It was a, it was an awesome experience all around. I mean, love it. You know, it was yeah, so awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, but. Uh, uh, Cam, let's let's fast forward a little bit to uh, to the Ducks today, actually, because the the Ducks have been kind of in the news recently. Um, no one, I don't know if you've heard about this guy before, uh, Gibson. Mm-hmm. Goalie, the, yep. Right? yeah, Johnny Boy, yeah, yeah. he's uh, he's. It sounds like he's been. A lot of teams are kicking tires on this guy, and uh, Oilers need to sign him. Oh, yep, oh, we've thrown okay. that out. Yep, we've yeah, thrown that one out. Straight to the point. Yeah, the duck, uh, the Oilers uh, can't seem to. I follow the Oilers. Out. Nonstop. Oh, yeah, Excellent. nice. So, how can you not? So, yeah. Well, so I mean, real quick before you get going, I'll let you guys get back yeah. to your stuff. But, but I, I grew up in the Gretzky, Messier, like Stanley sure. Cups five. I mean, it was like it was legend. I mean, it was just amazing. They won, and they're they were just amazing. Like you would not believe they won all kinds of Stanley Cups. Gretzky's playing, Messier, you name it. So now. You know, fast forward up to this time. Now we have Connor McDavid and uh, Leon Dreisaitl and, you know, like that kind of stuff. So my daughter um, plays hockey. And, and so it's almost like my older daughter doesn't. But anyways, my younger daughter's really into it. And so it's like almost like uh, and it's frustrating because fuck, they should be good. man. Like, what the hell? Um, they are good at times. But anyways, they got. You know, it's almost like a whole new, you know, time to follow the Oilers kind of thing. And yeah. uh, they got the two best players in the league and it's blah, blah, blah. But um, sure. they just struggle on struggle on the goalies. They uh, so back back your Gibson thing is basically your point is, is is that he's on the market, I guess. Right. Yeah. 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 He's he's uh, Taylor. Do you know his his. Uh, He's got a point nine oh six save percentage in twenty starts, and he's playing for the Ducks right now. Who are you know anybody knows that they're going through a rebuild right now. Um, yeah. So oh, the yeah. fact the fact that you're you know putting up an above nine hundred save percentage on a rebuilding team, uh, it, it to me that shows. And I, I might be a little biased. I uh, Cam, you don't. I, I uh, was having beers with. They, they came up to Coeur d'Alene, the the Tampa Bay Lightning coaching guys, uh, like yeah. Coop, uh, yeah. Coop and Blash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they came up and I was and I was chatting with the goalie coach and 
he he legit like i asked him i was like all right who's top goalies in the league right now and he goes Vazzy's number one he's obviously gonna say Vazzy. he's no way yeah uh he's yes he is uh and then he goes uh shesterkin and i go all right that that makes sense mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the fellow from from uh from the islanders why can't I remember his yeah, name? Sor- Sorokin. Yeah. Sorokin. Thank Sorokin, you. yeah. Russians. And then this, All of them Russians. Yep. Yeah. And then this guy goes, and he's like, and it's probably a tie after that for fourth between Ottinger and Gibson. Really? And I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, is, damn. Is that sad? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that is, that's impressive for, you know, for somebody who, because I think crazy. too many people wrote yeah, him in. He's, he's been, he's been on a bad team. team yeah. You know? Is he available? How much money does he make? Like the salary cap stuff makes makes things real tough. Like that's that's big what I've shout out seen. to big sh- yeah yeah big shout out to Aaron. He just pulled this up six point four million a year until twenty six twenty seven season. So that's See, that's Oilers, a bit of a hit. Not bad. It's not bad. Oh no, the Oilers means, are you know? the Oilers are capped out though because Connor. Yeah, I mean, he even a took trick. a pay. Yeah. He like he even took a pay. I mean, he should be making. I don't know, twenty million a year, some crazy amount of money. Like he's the best player in the league, hundred percent. Sure. And then, and then Dreisaitl. So, so, um, so they're they're, you know, they're capped out, and yeah. you know that's the problem. I mean, that's that's the only you're issue. Gonna have that they to, have. You're gonna have to shed depth, which they already don't. You know, you're gonna have to shed like Ryan Nuge Hopkins or something to to bring on. Yeah, hundred percent. Nuge. Nuge would probably have to go, and and even that uh, Hyman, which is a really good player. Um, yeah, love his two way game. Oh, it's two ways. So good, man. Gritty guy, and yep, you know yep. all that. But you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of like I I actually feel for um, GMs not that much, but I'm telling you, like, <laughs> they're, they're, they're doing okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they're doing okay in their life. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's like kind of like they. You know your your hands are tied when you have like two superstars. I know um, I know um, Evander Kane. I think he makes a yeah. lot of money. I yeah, I, I don't really know their too. contracts, but um, yeah, it's that's kind of the, kind of the tricky part. But the I heard the caps going up. I heard uh, I you know the yep. COVID thing. I think the COVID thing really really put a damper on the actual 100%. development oh, yeah. of the game and um you know there's certain teams that that play right to the cap you know like they their owners say okay whatever the cap is i don't even know what it is what is it 87 or whatever i, I have what no idea to. yeah yeah but whatever there is certain owners in the nhl that tell their gm okay we got eighty-seven million dollars, and you can go right, right to the cent on that. And then there's also owners in the NHL that are like, "Yeah, no, our budget's more at like sixty-seven or right. What's something the floor? like that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's the floor? So, Let's hit that. Yeah. But the Oilers GM is definitely, you know, they are one of those teams that that uh, spend every single max amount of money. But as, yeah. as a, as growing up, growing up a Red Wings fan, uh, now, now Seattle, obviously, but growing up a Red Wings fan, uh, I have mixed, I have mixed feelings on Kenny Holland. So, um, mm. you know, he was, he was there trauma. for some of the, he, he was there for some of the good years, but man, did he just, he, he didn't leave Shredded. Iserman much. He didn't leave Iserman yeah. much when he left. So. Yeah. yeah uh, speaking, no, I, yeah. I, I, I think he's, yeah. I mean, I, I think he's, he's definitely made the Oilers better. 
on um, you know what they had before. Um, I don't necessarily know if he's in. Uh, I don't know. I I think he's it. He's just not. I think he's a little bit tied to old school yeah. stuff yeah. a little bit more. And I'm about as old school as they get too. Right. Um, so that's you know, saying as far yeah, as saying something. Like so, I I think he's a little tied to that old school mentality of this and that. Like he develops players, uh, you know, lets them. Um, like Detroit was, and I have a lot of buddies that played for the organization. They they were literally four years in the minors kind of thing. That was just his thing, and you yeah. can't argue with it. I mean, they definitely did a good job, but you can argue with how how many free agents he signed. Like I mean that that. Uh, Back, that's when I was playing. Yeah, there's when t- they had oh, when they had like twelve Hall of Famers, like Detroit, like when they had twelve Hall of Famers yeah. on the yep. team. I Literally, mean, oh yeah, yeah. So, so but he, but he kind of goes like he's like this. Let's let's uh, let's let him whatever the word let's is. Roll it, let's roll it back. Like let's bring yeah. him. Let's let's try yeah. to run it back again and and see instead of you know start the rebuild, which he he never did. I, but. But I think the game, like in my opinion, and I'm not like up on the game as much as maybe you guys are or whatever, but what I see is is what like players coming straight out of junior or college or Europe and just being like straight into the league and good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like that. That's yeah, crazy. That that didn't happen like in our day, like or okay. in my day, right? It was kind of, you know, there was a few. I mean, there was there was the guys that came, you know, like uh like in Anaheim, it was Getzlaff and but Getzlaff was I mean, even Getzy did like and Perry. Like they were I don't know, they were pretty pretty quiet like their first couple of years. I mean yeah. really like nowadays you have guys that are coming in and dominating right off the hop, straight out of the USA development program or uh, or straight out of junior or straight out of college and just going in there and being stars on a team just like that. Oh, people, right? it's it's ridiculous how how expectations for rookies have gone incredibly up. Like, I mean, you know, Bedard is setting a new bar for all that kind of stuff nowadays. Well, he's a different, though, right? he's a different story, though, I think. Like, oh, he's yeah. one of the... Yeah, yeah. You know, like Bedard, Connor, um, uh, like guys like that, Crosby back in the day, they were, they were right. I mean, there was no question. I mean, Crosby, like, I think when he was 18 years old, didn't he sure. like almost lead the it's league nuts. in scoring? Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Connor does it. Like, so that, that was kind of different. Like, that's, you know, that's my opinion on it. And I think guys are, you know, but then within turn, in my opinion, those same kids, they're not mature enough, you know, like uh, at 18, 19 years old to be put in the situations they're put into. Yeah. Right. So, so they're, you know, maybe they're, you know, maybe they're, you know, they, they were just, I mean, Connor, Connor Bernard, oh. I mean, he's a star right off the look hop, at, right? Look at look at even the Calder winner from last year. You know, you got uh, jumping over to the Kraken a little bit. We got Matty Beneers winning the Calder Trophy, who, you know, is, he, is is he a solid player? Absolutely. But, you know, he's not Connor Bedard. 
But he's doing. But isn't he having a bad year this year or not? He he is having his slop, sophomore. Is sophomore slump an actual like? Is that a real phenomenon that you like with rookies, or do you think that that's kind of like you say something that you say when the guy has an off year? I think it's a term, to be honest okay. with you. Yeah. Like I mean, I I I wasn't in any of those situations, right? Sure. I mean, I didn't sure. even make, like I didn't even, I didn't make the NHL until I was like twenty six years old. I mean. Sure played them playing the minors for a long time but but i did see like i did see this um you know i mean i did see players i mean they they come in all full and piss of vinegar right off the hop and they do this and they do that and it's kind of like almost like an adrenaline thing and then all of a sudden reality hits and then all of a sudden the rest of the league finds out that those players are good yeah. right so you're yep. talking all of a sudden they start playing against the top two D man on each NHL team and, yeah. and the best shutdown guys in the league and right. stuff like that. So I, I would say there is like this so-called sophomore slump. Okay. Maybe, yeah, okay. 100%. maybe for that reason, but okay. you know, I mean, you know, the, that's the my tape opinion. is out on them kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And, and the guys that can go through that, like, I mean, Cro I mean, I go back to Cross. I mean, the guy's just absolutely amazing, but, sure. but, uh, you know, he, 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 uh, he took it. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember back in the day, he was a whiner and everybody called him a whiner and oh, yeah. he oh, was, yeah. he was <laughs> complaining. I mean, my own daughter, at, I mean, I think she was like seven years old. Cause she's a huge hockey fan. She's like, Crosby's a whiner. I'm like, <laughs> I'm hey, like I was that's I was from... a Red Wings fan. I was definitely in that boat. 100%. 100%. You know, and, yeah. but like I know guys that play with them. I know guys that are like really know them well. Like I never play with them or anything like that and sure. but I know a lot of Pittsburgh guys that that were there growing up. Like Ryan Whitney's one of them. The the you know the I mean, I'm not supposed to say other podcasts on your oh, podcast. Oh, no, that's fine. But you're we, good, you're good. We Spain, acknowledge them. They're, they're the parent podcast for all hockey podcasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, so, they baby us, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it was like, you know, it was like a deal where they just kind of, you know, like they, they, there's so much expectation. There's, there's, uh, you know, there's a deal where they, you know, they want, I mean, Crosby did it. I mean, he did it, but. He had every single top NHL playing defenseman or forward, especially back in his day, like back when he first started, giving yeah. him extra cross checks in the back of the neck, like totally. stuff oh, yeah. that the totally. refs don't see, you know, like just little grab their, you know, stick their stick in your skates and sure. little extra stuff and, and uh, you know, stuff like that. Now, now it's called, now it's called. So, Right. Do I think the game's better now? Yeah, maybe. But you know, at the end of the day, that's kind of kind of my opinion on it. I mean, when I played Cam, I was I was a little dirty for being five nine. So I, I like the top of the laces shit. You know, I like the I like I like Drop to give them a little bit. Yeah, I like to I like to uh, run my that cross little check. spot. Yeah, that little nasty. spot right between yeah. your gloves. Oh yeah, I like that. That's good stuff, dude. So right between your shoulder or your your elbow pad and your gloves, there was a spot oh, there. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. Oh and, yeah, right and, on the and and there's a nerve in there that uh, that I was that I was taught long time ago. <laughs> oh, it was, taught. was that at the 
Was that at your camp? Did ch- did you teach chance that, or was that? Yeah, that was that was that was day two, where where all the the, ner- the nerves were the best uh, cross check. Mm-hmm. When I first started started coaching, I I brought a lot of that kind of extra little little extra stuff to the game, and I I I found out real early that like you can't be telling kids some of this stuff. I mean, I, I really do. I honestly do credit your, your camp specific. Cause I went, I mean, Planet Ice hosted a lot. There was the Okanagan school. There was Robbie Glantz. Mm. Like there was a bunch of big names that were there, but I, I honestly credit your school for the one that, I mean, I didn't, I didn't start getting seriously injured in hockey. Like my first major injury in hockey didn't happen until I tell me and this guy were playing uh college hockey at university of Idaho. Like i ended up snapping yeah. a collarbone but because of because of the, what i learned at that camp right. like i i was able to i was a smaller guy and i was able to still muck it up and not get seriously injured you know like yeah mm-hmm. you get hit every once in a while yeah i mean like it is i mean it is like i like i remember back in the day i took a little i mean now that i'm a parent and now that i have a have a daughter that plays hockey and um you know some of the stuff that i you know, I was old school, right? So I brought right. some of this to these kids, right? Yep. And, you know, like, it wasn't like, let's go hurt somebody. It was like, here's right. how to protect yourself in these different yep. situations, right? So, Cam, that's and a... That's a of the game, so. Oh, yeah, yeah no. So I, I'm trying to... I'll tee up here. So recently, is it Nolan Patrick, Taylor? Yep, yep. Yeah. So yeah. Nolan Patrick comes out. He, guy's 25 years old. Comes out. Uh, it, oh, it sounds like he's... Situation sounds like he's going to retire from multiple concussions. It, it, it it's, it, he can't, he, it got walked back. It says he's not actually retiring, but right. you know, for all intents and purposes, it sounds like he's, he's, he's done. Retired, in the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and he says it's from multiple concussions guy, you know, really couldn't even get a shot in the show before he had a sh- chance. Cause he just was getting hit. So, and this kind of piggies back on, you know, kind of a conversation that's been going on in the league for quite a while. Like even, you know, Tort Torts loves getting in front of a mic and talking about how the guys just don't have the grit nah, anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but so it's the, the conversations are now coming out. Like is the game, are, are kids not getting taught how to protect themselves against these big hit? Like, is that not a thing anymore? Or are we, or even more of a better question, like, do you see more injuries now than you did back in your day? Right. Uh, well, that's a pretty good way to put it. Um, I don't know how much trouble I'm going to get on this, but I, <laughs> I a hundred percent agree. Um, okay. that, uh, there is, there is no, like, so like I, I've, I've been part of USA hockey, teaching and all the above for lots of years and i've been part of hockey canada all the above um because i've i've probably well i've coached longer than i played but um there's no emphasis on protection of 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 any kind of uh like what i don't understand i guess is kids just go back for the puck in the corner and like have no like okay nobody's gonna hit me at all because apparently nobody hits anymore but they still go and then that one kid that is from trail bc because i you know (laughs) or whatever just has him you know in the trolley tracks and buckles his poor kid that had no idea about uh you know that that didn't have like so that i mean that's a whole nother story like like sure. Spokane and Coeur d'Alene teams because of the 
proximity of where they are at. They get to cross the border yeah. um, into Canada and, you know, a two and a half hour drive, you're playing against a pretty decent team from mm -hmm. Creston or Cranbrook or Castlegar, wherever mm. Castlegar. Yeah. You name it. And uh, there are, there are players like hockey Canada still a little bit. And I don't know if it's hockey Canada, but it may be from their parents. Like gotcha. you better go run somebody in the corner kind of thing. Right. Like, that's don't, or don't come home. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so there, there is, there is, you know, kids are so not used to, protecting themselves or putting themselves in comparable positions in the game and end up getting hurt over it. Yeah. Learn, you know? learn how to, it was, I mean, I don't know if this was one of my practices or shit that I learned at your camp, but it was, you know, learn how to take a hit. Yeah. yeah. No, I used to do a, no, like back in the day, I used to do this three day checking camp deal. And it was like, I got all kinds of, shit for it because like basically what i did was i took all these kids and this is back in the day this is long time ago i mean i don't even think i could i'd probably be in jail if i did it now <laughs> or not jail but anyways it was yeah. like okay let's 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 find all these different ways of the game where kids are getting hit um kids are getting you know going into the corner you know with their back you know not looking not doing the head shake not doing the all the above let's put them in all these different situations let's just kind of let them let them run each other kind of thing and so a, a player could feel how it feels to get hit and so when they get hit in the game they're not like you know at like yard sale, yard sale. gloves yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah like that kind of stuff and that's how it feels and gives them more confidence and um you know you know how to how to keep your hands down. but i also taught how to hit people, um, you know, without hurting them, you know, in a way, but you're, you know, you take 14 year old kids or 13 year old kids or whatever, and you just kind of basically throw the bone out there for them. And right. it turns into, it turns into a little bit of a, you know, deal where like I had parents cry, I mean, in the stands, I mean, Oh my God, you know, and, but they had the kid at the same time going, Oh man, I know how it feels like. Yeah, I just yeah, got smoked yeah. in that drill. So I just right. basically thought of all these different hockey situations that gets a kid pumped in the shoulder a little bit or knocked off his, you know what. And, and yeah. uh, but, it, but it's like, I mean, if I did that nowadays, I'd be like, I'd be suspended from USA hockey for the rest of life kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Cause it, yeah. it did get turned away a little bit, you know, like you do a gauntlet. I don't know if you guys know what the gauntlet is. That's I, you, exactly what I was about absolutely. to bring up. Yeah, yeah, that's they, don't do, it. Yep. they don't do the gauntlet anymore. Oh, yeah. there's no, no you can't, you'd be kicked out of USA. I mean, <laughs> you're right. I, immediately. I mean, you're, yeah. Or you're on YouTube, right? You're on YouTube parents and you're, and, you're just getting parents grilled. Parents signed a right? petition. So. We all went through the gauntlet, right. but yeah. But I would always like, I would always like, you know, make sure that we had like four coaches there, like within the line and making sure they're keeping their hands down and showing the kids in the gauntlet, like not because yeah. like if you don't monitor it good, these kids will just like, if there's one kid that's wheeling through there that maybe some of the kids don't like, they're going to cross check them right in the face. Right. Sure. Right. You know, so it's like, okay, let's keep them down. Let's keep them low. Let's, you know, let's make sure that this is all, all good. And, you know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of like dinosaur stuff too. Like, I mean, nobody even gets hit in the NHL. I mean, yes, they do, but they get yeah. suspended. I mean, 
you know, it's kind of, I like the game. I mean, I'm not going to say it's, it's a bunch of, you know, what's out there, but, um, you know, it's just, it kind of is. Just, yeah. No, it kind of is. It kind right. of is. And, and with, it depends. It, it I depends. Think, we it, there's been it, it definitely i don't think you can even disagree with it like there's been a concentrated effort by the nhl to try to make the game a lot less physical you know they've been trying to discourage that stuff and that's that's so that they can get their stars to put the puck in the net more so they can market that kind of stuff i don't i don't think that that's i mean gary bettman's been trying to do it for a while now um and you know i i think you know the casual fan might like to see more goals but you know all three of us sitting here you sit here and you go god you know guys like i don't you know, think that's wrong yeah no it's 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 but, a situation oh go ahead yeah i don't think that's wrong yeah and what they're doing especially with the knowledge of CTE. the damage yeah yep. well ct i mean who knows like who knows yeah. if i have it who Some knows doctor. if we don't have it whatever i mean i always i always take it this way i signed up for this game and it was a passion of my life and i'll yeah. I was going to do whatever the hell it is. I mean, if, right. if that happened over this game, then fine. I mean, that was it, right? I yep. I have everything I have in my life, um, even to the job I have to this day because of hockey. So, sure. right. you know, at the end of the day, it's like, um, you know, yeah, I signed up for it. But I, I do I do agree with, with um, you know, the knowledge of, of head trauma and all of the above. But... Um, and what it had, you know, what goes on with with stuff that we didn't know about. Like back in the day, it was kind of like, ah, you get a bump on the head. All right, uh, I don't even know where I'm at and stuff. <laughs> my dad be like, my dad be like, all right, well, just just take a get nap. Him, you're good. Get him a beer, <laughs> and you're good to go. That's right. I see. Yeah. I see one, and we're good. Yeah. yeah. So that. Yeah. So I definitely will. I 100 percent agree with that. But the problem I have with it is is the. You know, and it's just dinosaur stuff too. And I hear, sure. I hear guys talk about it, but there's no accountability. Like, like you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, like if I went, you know, like, uh, and I go back to others. I mean, if I went, I mean, if I went and ran Connor McDavid and put him through the boards, and and right. um, you know, and freaking, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully didn't hurt him, but I that was my not my intention, but just to make him know. There yeah. ain't nobody. There ain't nobody that's coming. Uh, nope. Coming. Single- you know. Yeah. You know, like back in the day, it was like every NHL team had three, no two for sure, two to three yeah. legitimate tough guys, like yeah. that just basically sat on the bench and barked, and oh. said, "Hey, if you touch that, I mean, they didn't get a lot of chefs. I, I mean, I was one of them. Like when I finally did get to NHL, I mean, I made sure that you know." Nobody touched Paul Correa or, or uh, Timo Salon, whatever it was. And if they did, I was on the bench barking at him. And then at the end of the day, and I never was pushed to uh, – that's the one thing I, that I I think is kind of like there was never a coach. And that's what I think mm. a lot of people mm. have got mistaken. Like never once in my career – and I, I, I was in a lot of fights. Never once did I have a coach tell me, to go fight like you knew it like you knew what sure. to do yeah right? like you knew that something needed to be done like paul Correa was going to be the reason that we won or timo solani or like you know i mean uh you know i played in columbus rick nash was gonna be the reason we won and then everybody right. when you're winning right. you're winning right like and everybody gets paid and everybody get, you know 
all the above. So that that was kind of basically my mentality, right? Nowadays, it's kind of like somebody could stick Sidney Crosby in the throat. I mean, maybe that's a bit of a bit of a you know, but not too much, but not, but not, not too, too far, far off. Right, like right. not too far off, honestly. Yeah, like and and probably not have to worry about anything happening. Like I was yeah. terrified. I mean, like I mean, like there was some really tough guys, and I I thought twice on a lot of things. Like I mean, especially because I got knocked out a few different times from like big NHL. I mean, like Georgie LaRock, like he was a Ooh, baby. He he was a like he was two hundred sixty pounds. He played for the Oilers. I mean, he Ooh. yeah. I mean, he was you know I, like like I remember when I signed with Calgary. I kind of got to like, so, so I signed with Calgary and I turned down the, another deal and I was like, Oh, but I wanted to play in Canada. And all my family was like, Holy man, you got a contract from Calgary flames. I got all my family there, blah, blah, blah. Super cool. First team ever to play in Canada, you know, and all the above. And, and uh, I was like, okay, all right, perfect. So then the next thing I know right after I signed and they're like Daryl Sutter, awesome guy. He's like, you know, you're, I mean, well, I shouldn't say that either. Cause a lot of people don't like him either, but so He's, I, it seems like you either tough, love yeah. Sutter or hate Sutter kind of sure. thing. I love him, dude. I mean, I, all right, I, mean, all like right. I, I mean, he just, he wasn't like, he's just, I mean, but it was my, I mean, he's my type of coach. Some guys may sure. sure. like, you know what I mean? Simple as that. But anyways, like, yeah, you're going to play for us this whole year. Week before training camp, they signed Darren McCarty, which is uh like uh he played for Detroit. He was a tough yep. guy. He was the oh, guy yeah. that Darren punched Cardi, out. Yeah. yeah, he was the guy that punched out uh um Claude Lemieux and that crazy mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, the the brawl in hockey town. Yeah, but they signed him and he was like at that time he kind of was going through some life issues and blah blah blah. I'm like, boom. Next thing I know, I'm down to the minors. I'm like, just as cool. simple as that. I'm like, okay, see you, like, see you later. Uh, you know, I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. Like, okay, yeah. so, so the last, um, so and I kind of seen the writing on the wall. The last two games of the preseason deal, I fight Georgie LaRock, like, tw- or no, I fight him like we're playing against Edmonton or whatever. And I'll never forget. I was like, I was like, uh, he was just killing people. Like, I mean, really tough. Like, just with a name I mean, like I don't... Georgie Larock, you got to be a fucking tough guy. Oh yeah. No, he was just so big, and so I mean, he hurt people like you wouldn't believe. Like, I mean, <laughs> but then he knocked people, for it, right? Yeah. Yeah, but he's yeah. actually a super good guy. I mean, <laughs> right. he's like, oh, they always just, are. Yeah. 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 You know, and I'm like, okay, well, I got one last chance, I guess, and so I go, you know, I'm. Like my dad calls me, I, he's like, "Yeah, I got like there's like 35 people from my hometown in Saskatchewan coming up for this preseason game," and I'm like, "I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to fight George the Rock, and I don't know if I want everybody like to right. watch this, and you know, like, holy man, like I'm probably just gonna try to survive in it, like, and I'm not a small guy either, but I sure. mean, I mean, it, it, you know, it was like one like of those some, things. It's kind of like getting, you know, somebody's gotta somebody's gotta bring up." Um... Uh, like, like you got to fight Bobby Probert or something like that. If you're, you know, well, no, maybe. I mean, I would, I, 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 I don't know, Bobby. I mean, he's tough too, but he just threw like, I mean, and just kind of went toe to, I mean, I didn't fight Bobby, 
Bobby Probert at all. Sure. But I mean, he, he like Georgie LaRocque was like putting his fist like through your jaw, like, I mean, mm. completely crumpling it because he was so big and strong. And I fought him, blah, 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 and did okay. And, you know, stood up and he threw me down a couple of times, jumped back up, blah, blah, blah. You know, holy man, I get her. You know, all my family there, like 45 freaking friends from my hometown and everything like that. And, and, uh, just like, oh man, I did her. It's all over. It's all over. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Boys, no, boys, don't, boys don't do that anymore. Boys don't, boys don't pop sent, back up. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. I mean, like, you wouldn't even believe the anxiety of it, like, that I had. And then, uh, like, just whatever. And then, and then I get her all done, go with all my buddies and party with them and my parents and whatever. Holy shit. And next day, I come to the rink. I'm, I'm getting sent down to the minors. I'm like, oh, that's, you know. Well, thanks, you guys yeah, are fighting. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. Um, Aaron, uh, shout out yeah. to Aaron real quick. Uh, uh, uh Larock, 131 nhl fights so Good uh God. guy the guy the guy threw some fists a little bit eh? sure did yeah he was well he was really strong like really strong oh i bet like uh, like i mean he was 260 pounds jacked like Ooh. an nfl like an nfl player like yeah. jacked yeah. Yeah. and i was i was a big guy too but i was like more like 222 15 kind of thing so just yeah. throwing them well, well boys before before we get too far, we gotta do a quick mid roll. We gotta we gotta pay some bills and shit. So uh, let's yeah, Taylor. Let's... Taylor, you got you. Th- we throwing some money on some hockey games here or something? Dude, I mean, I gotta send you money. I, well, I gotta make money first, and then I'll send you some money. <laughs> we'll, we can throw some bets down, but uh, yeah, let's. Uh, if you if you do want to bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook, go ahead and download the app DraftKings Sportsbook. A uh, lot of good stuff. We'll we'll be uh, we'll be kind of going over some of that stuff. We do we do throw some bets down and stuff. We play a little more fantasy hockey than do do some betting and things. But uh, we uh, we're, we're still kind of licking our wounds from Patty Kane not putting up a point in his first game. Oh so. man, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who whoever thought it was a good idea to put money on Patty Kane scoring in his first game? Uh, you're an idiot because I know that I am one. So yeah, I definitely uh, I, I made the executive decision there. So you can I, I bet on that kind of stuff. Oh uh, yeah. Baby, yes, sir. Oh, it's good shit. Oh, you, we, I would we, bet on that one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> is that right? That's a good yeah. one. The other, the, the, the other one that we had an option for that game was three or more shots. So, uh, we picked wrong because yeah, I think he's, he had three. three he's been four, having, so. he's been, he, you know, the Red Wings have not done well with him there, but he has been doing well. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN as in the Hockey Podcast Network. New customers can get $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN as in the Hockey Podcast Network. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an officially sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 100 68 hours after issuance, dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources, 
NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Did that? Did did Gary Bettman? Is are we getting a cutback from Gary Bettman to say that last part? Is that? Did we get that? That sounds like a Bettman thing. Yeah, I know he's, definitely... he's cutting back on us. It's <laughs> it's it's all the it's all the kid from Ottawa's fault, right? Uh, yes. Pin, Pinto Pinto fucked us. Pinto, yeah. God damn Shane it! What's Pinto. the story with that? Uh, he was he was gambling on something, and apparently he can't. You can't do that if you're a player. So sure. it's very like much frowned upon. Cockfights cock or something. Yeah, we we so they haven't released it. So we've just made up the narrative that he was betting on cockfights, and until told otherwise. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it. He's he's supposed to be a really good player. He is very oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's a shame. Yeah. I think he got 41 games for that sucker too. That's sick. A lot of hockey, man. Ironic from a league that like every other ad is a gambling ad. But <laughs> well, whatever. sure. It's, sure. Yeah, it's all good. Um, hey, actually, real quick, uh, now that our mid roll is over, um, speaking of Cam, bringing it up perfectly, good segue. Uh, let's let's talk about the Ottawa Senators real quick because they just fired their coach. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Now, th- I don't know if you uh, you guys listeners understand this, uh, but this was a complete shock. Absolutely right. Everybody like. Who could yeah, have seen this? See who could have seen this coming that the Ottawa Senators were going to fire their coach after being absolute dead last in the Eastern Fuck. Conference? Haven't scored a goal uh, in weeks. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, he's been there for a while, though. He's a long. He, I think he's one of the most long-standing coaches ever, and I've heard really good things about him. That's this true. is my yep yep this. This is my opinion on it. Is I, I don't know if my timing's right or not. No, it's good. Hit me with it. Um, Ruby became available. Oh, okay. I think so. That's what so, I, Cam. That's Cam, what I. Cam, so my timing you, off there. No, no, it's good. Cam, what's what's the feel on Berube? Like, is is he like, is he like? Oh, he came in and he just kind of you know was that one off wonder who won the cup with with no Saint no Louis, no. Or, no, no. No, okay, he's, okay. He's, he's okay. He's yeah, he's a stud. Like so, he's so he's like one of the old school. Like so, like these coaches, like Rick Tockett would be one of them, I think. Mm, and okay. then um, Barube. Um, I don't know. Well, you who sh- else you shook your he- you shook your head at Torts uh, when I said his name earlier. That's <laughs> uh, a different story. That's um, different story. <laughs> personal thing. <laughs> sure. Tort, no, not not even personal. I never played for him at all. I I I, I just know guys that. Uh, but so these guys that come with the integrity of playing the game for a long time. Um, and Berube was tough, and talk it was tough, and I there's more. Like I, I don't know for sure who else would be in the NHL, but that kind of style coach. First off, they absolutely commit or. Would it be command? Would it be they just yeah. get the respect yeah. from yeah. players? Yeah. Right? For what they did as a player. And then they're they're kind of like they're kind of like at this uh like I think uh auto coach TJ Smith, like like I think he was like um he's a really good guy. Like I heard all the story. Well, not all the stories. I don't sure. I'm so far out of the game, but I heard he's like a player's coach. Like he, okay. you know. Like he, and I don't know if you guys know the difference. Like, so, I mean, there isn't a difference, but there is in a way like, so players coach is kind of a guy that 
he's there for the boys and, and, uh, the boys like him and, and, uh, you know, he kind of takes a softer mentality and, and they work too. I'm not saying those coaches don't work, right? Like a lot of them do Cooper. Cooper's one of them, hundred percent. I mean, so let me, let me, while you're, while you're on this, it's perfect to like to ask you. So Coop, I was, I, I told you I was with not in this last summer, Coop came up and he asked me dead on. He's like, all right, you can't name me. You can't say me. Who's the best coach in the NHL? And I really had to think about this because I was like, oh, fuck. This is like arguably the best coach in the NHL is asking me who the best coach in the NHL is. It kind of depends what group you're with. Right. right. It, exactly. So I, I had to really think about this. And I and it, I, I took probably three or four minutes and a couple sips of beer. And I go, all right, Coop, I got one for you. And he goes, all right, hit me. I go, Rod Brendamore. And he's like, you know what? I'll take mm-hmm. that. I'll take yeah. that. Oh, there. Yeah, I can't even believe I didn't name him. Yeah. So there's another one of, of my whole point. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so 100%. Do you, do you think that old school, and, and this kind of leads back to what we were talking about with Ottawa, like, do you think that old school mentality of like that, you know, that Herb Brooks coach, you know, like, sure. oh, if they hate me, nah, they don't have time Herb to hate Herb Brooks each other. is a different one. No. Right. Yeah. Herb Brooks. No. Fair. I Fair. mean, I heard, I heard stories about that guy. No. I mean, yeah, he's awesome, but no. Sure. No, I'm but, talking. I'm talking a coach that actually played the game, played okay. in the NHL for tons of years, um, and you know, not necessarily even being a tough guy. Like I, I mean, Brendamore wasn't tough. I mean, mm-hmm. like he played tough, but he didn't fight or nothing. Like, sure. like, like uh, Talkit or or uh, or uh, Barube. Barube was a killer, like an absolute right, killer, like Absolutely. scary, scary tough, right? Um, I never played against him. He was already, but, but they, but if they can, if those same type of coaches come in and can kind of go, Hey, you know what? Um, here's how I played. I'm a pretty tough guy. And I, I expect you to work hard and I expect you to do the dirty thing. I expect you to go in front of the net and uh, I expect you to do, you know, block shots. I expect you to do that. And those same players nowadays, which, Nowadays, players are not like Barubi or not sure. like me or not like uh, Brendamore or not like whatever. But those same coaches that can connect somehow to those players that are way softer and no offense to any NHL player at all. I mean, sure. like I'm, I, I'm not calling NHL players soft. I mean, they got to play the league. It's sure. just a different game. But if that same tough coach can go, hey, you know what? I want you to get in your uncomfortable mode. I want you to stand in front of the net and I want you to battle and do things that you maybe don't want to do, you know, and, and, and they can portray that message to them in a way that's not like, well, I'll say torts. I mean, sure. You know, sure. Torts yeah, is like, I mean, it's a good way to put it. Yeah. Torts is like, fuck you stand in front of the fucking net. I don't give a fuck who you are, you know, <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then like looking at torts going, and then, I mean, torts has done a heck of a, I mean, fuck, he's one of the, he's a really good coach. I mean, it seems, I don't it seems that. like, it seems like torts is either like the teams love him or hate him. And he either has like a lot of success or like his teams are trying to put up or his teams are struggling to get to OT so they can maybe limp into the playoffs with OT losses. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just he's a he's a he's basically like there's a few of them that are like these uh 
these uh, two to three year um, kind of set the culture and set the structure, sure. bring them in because they because uh, they they don't last too long nowadays. Like players kind of go, hey, no, 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 you know, like, and that's nothing that nothing against players nowadays or anything like that. Like, but they, they, they don't have that, but these like tort, I mean, torts is torts, but I'm talking like, like a Barube or a talk it like, sure. uh, sure. like, or a Brendamore that has been there, done that. And these players, like those, those three people that I just said can actually ask these players to go above what they actually think is hard work or whatever commitment, like they can ask them to do that. And these players will do that because they did it. Like they did it. And so I'm a, like, I'm a big believer in those kind of quotes. I don't know if they're really good X's and O's and stuff like that. That's why you have like an assistant coach that takes care of the, the power play and, and then you got the other assistant coach takes care of the penalty kill, um, you know, but but the voicing member of that whole culture is the head coach. Yeah. And I that's mean, to, that's my put opinion. It in perspective, Cam. Torts has the Flyers at 18, 11, and 3 and second in the Metro, though. I mean, some, I something's working, though, right? You it, know it, I mean? Oh, 100%. He does yeah. it every – Everywhere he goes, everywhere yeah, he goes, yeah. but but it comes to a point where, like, after two or three years, the room. it wears yeah. it wears on you. It wears yeah. down. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. hard. It, yeah, yeah, it's really hard. And I'm talking even old school times. Like like uh, Daryl Sutter was the same way. Like I mean, and he just coached. I mean, he, I'm not sure I understand. you know, he just. I don't know. Did you guys hear that? My phone just said I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, doesn't yeah. doesn't understand the old school coaching right. yeah absolutely. it's all new school yeah, yeah exactly uh, my phone that's just right. told me it but that's right. but that's but that's my point though i think the i think in my opinion like if i was a player nowadays and i was still playing i would want a baruby or a or a brenda moore um those kind of guys talk it like, and I think yeah. there's somebody else out there too that we I'm gotta, not. We got to throw. We got to throw John Cooper in there. Well, Cooper's different. Coop oh, never okay. played. Coop, yeah. Coop never played. He's a he's a unique, and and I know him too. He's awesome. His kid. Oh, like his is Dude came like up really. Here. I'm having beers with him, and he's wearing a Slayer. He's shirt. a different. Like, what a guy. He's a, you know. He's a different one. He's he's uh, I. I don't know. He's like, uh, you know, he ne- like he never even played. I think he played a little bit of college or something like that. And yeah, I think sure. at one time he was a lawyer. Um, and like how, I mean, he's got something else. That's yeah. not what I'm talking about right now. I'm okay, more so t- play- player coaches. So we're like talking Marty. like Martin, about Martin yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. Not, not a tough guy, but a guy in the league for sure. Has been there, done that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think, I mean, I think he's, I don't know if he did. Uh, I mean, when he came in, it was kind of a change there. Montreal's mm-hmm. a different deal. Um, oh, sure, I think he absolutely. Came, like, I think That's, he kind of changed a little bit, but I don't know. Unless he's got really good – I mean, I don't know. I mean, I yeah, – We'll see. I, yeah. Yeah. Wait and see. Yeah. So, okay, so this, this is actually a good way to set this up. So, Taylor, kind of – so they bring in a guy – 
who is officially, and Cam, I don't know if you knew this, officially the oldest coach to ever coach in the NHL, ever. They're bringing Jack in a new Martin. guy. Jack Martin. Jack Martin. Uh, I Googled as, all this stuff today because like yeah, as soon as you sent me as soon as you sent me what you're like like I'm like holy shit I thought they were gonna yeah. talk about my old my yeah. old career but yeah so so uh, uh, Martin comes which in is good seven. which I didn't want to talk about so anyway <laughs> yeah. go ahead uh, coming in at 74 years old like Cam that's 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 up there man like is there is there an issue like if you're an NHL player and you got a guy out there that is that old? Is that is is that going to be an issue? Oh, it's un- uh, no, he's just so all they all they brought him in for, like so they're so they're they had to get rid of DJ or whatever. Which I've heard nothing but do good you, things about him. I was going to say, yeah. do you um, think? Do you think that even though he a, was liked, even though he was liked in the room, do you think that that was merited? Like, do you do, do you keep him for stability? Because the the rumor is is that. Auto the the players wanted stability. They were tired because I, I don't know how close you follow the Ottawa Senators, but they no. they seem to they seem to attract a bit of uh, headlines and not necessarily good ones. Um, yeah. the, the players yearned for stability, and they were they well, were wanting that to like, keep the coach. Is that what the GM or the owner said? Uh, I they Probably. yeah I guess they were saying that the 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 ownership the new ownership rather not not the old mm. Eugene Melnick they were saying and Bobby yeah. Bobby Bobby Ryan who's a big he uh, Ottawa Ottawa Senators guy like he was even kind of talking like yeah it's, yeah he played they, yeah they yep. they wanted stability they're tired of all of this crazy stuff going on with with the the GM but that's more like no I know but I think more of that yeah. stuff is not the actual coach I mean it was like okay. the ownership yeah. and. Sure. All this oh, yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah, they 100 percent probably wanted stability. I'm pretty sure they brought that Jock Martin it, or Jock Martin or whatever you call him. Yeah, yeah. Jock 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 Martin. Um, just just to finish this off, um, while yeah. they're trying to find somebody else to come in. I mean, that guy ain't gonna coach, right? Like, I mean, he's he's gonna he's gonna he's- finish off finish off the year and and then he'll move into like you know, okay. upper management. I mean, yeah, right. there, yeah. there ain't no way that there ain't sure. no way there Taylor, ain't no way that he's, he's able to coach this Taylor, um, type Taylor, of society, or uh, generation. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Taylor, tell me in your, in your thoughts, like when they get rid of DJ, is it, was it, was it the coach's fault or is, or did everybody and cam, you can kind of even chime in on this after Taylor, but like, is was it the coach's fault or is where everybody kind of setting the senators up a little too high than they actually are i think i think that's a good point i think we had high expectations for them we put them you know especially ottawa fans are putting them towards the top right on paper they have a very good team i you know i i think i think you have to think of it as a business right you got to think of it as a business you got to think hey this is this is a guy i'm gonna go grab beers with right this is this is a great guy in dj smith but I, I just, I don't know. He, he's not getting the job done. Right. So at some point you got to kind of move on. You got to find that next, that next mode, mm-hmm. especially with guys like Brady Kachuk, uh, Tim Stutzla, studs, you got, studs. studs, you got guys on studs. the back end, like, you know, Chikrin, you got, you know, those kind of players. Chase on. They got, they got my, yeah, they, they got, uh, yes. they got that chase on guy. He's unreal. Um, yeah. he's a D man. His, 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 uh, I played against his dad. Chase on, okay. right? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Am, so I think. Am I yeah, wrong? Is he played for them? Yeah. I I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know if he still is. Um, Let me take a look. Oh, but he was. Hundred percent. You're, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, definitely. Exactly. Like they have, they have a great team, right? So uh, they just needed some fresh blood. They needed some fre- realistically fresh eyes, right? They needed someone to see what was going on from behind the bench onto the ice. They needed someone that just could kind of throw it in there a little bit. Um, I personally, I, th- I think uh, a, a, a kind of minor move. I think it's moving around the Twitterverse a little bit. Uh, Alfredson, man. Alfredson behind the bench, Alfredson, learning a couple then, things. Yeah. This is exactly what Cam yeah. was talking about, right? You guys know, a legend. Guys that have played, right? Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. But yeah, to Cam's point, there's no way Jacques is going to be there past this season. There's just no way. He's no. They're just he's no. interim. He's just figuring out what they need. Um, and, he probably and doesn't even want it. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, way. no way. You think? You think? Uh, I, I was. I was. We were messaging Bobby Ryan, and they're I was gonna. Like, hey, they're gonna hire Barubi. Tell him, uh, I, I, I mean, think you're I, right. Yep, I agree. Does, yeah, does Barubi right. want to be a part of a rebuilding team? I think that's what he's good at, I, right? I don't know. I don't talk to him. But yeah, I mean, fair. I mean, he's he's good that way. I mean, I I think that's what they need because they got like they got a bunch of young guys that need to uh, like see. That's the thing. I think that's what happened with the Oilers, like a little bit is, uh, and I don't know. I don't want to get a whole bunch of shit from everybody. I'm scared to say what I want to say. <laughs> we'll t- we'll put toe around it. Yeah. But like, I, I just think like, uh, you know, these, these, uh, I don't know. I just, I've seen the successful coaches that are these guys that are like, they hold players accountable and to the highest degree. Like, I mean, okay. like, like know your job in the defensive zone, um, you know. St- I mean, like that kind of stuff. Like they just like, I don't know. It's like something that nobody can really explain until you talk to a player that played in in the generation I played in, where yeah. where it's like, like you were you you were held accountable for. I mean, if you were lazy in the defensive zone and you lost your assignment you were freaking told that and you were told that and not the yeah. nicest way either um, at all. Right. And like, kind of what I seen was like, like if you challenge guys, they, they almost like want to like do this, like fuck you to the coach kind of thing. And like, am I allowed to like swear on yeah. this? Oh yeah, deal? absolutely. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. So like, like so the good coaches like would do this challenge like they would challenge these guys like to get them to almost hate them and like get these players to be like i'm gonna fucking show this coach he said this to me and i'm gonna freaking show him that i'm way better it's kind of this f you mentality i guess kind of thing and and that's what the old school guys do the younger guys i mean i i i actually know Jay Woodcroft. Um, yeah. And even their new coach, Ryan, uh, what's his name? Knobloch or whatever. I played junior against that guy. Um, um, but I, I don't know if it's going to work. Like I think they need, and I'm just, I mean, that's just my mentality. I'm freaking, I don't have all the so, answers for anything, Cam, but I like me, those coaches. I like those style coaches. Let, yeah. let me throw this at you. And then I want to, I want to talk about Seattle. Um, 
before before the season in the East, there were three teams that everybody was like looking to take the next step. Like, okay, these three teams have been bad for a while. It's fine. It's it's finally time for them to take that next step. They were talking about Ottawa. They're talking about Buffalo, and they were talking about Detroit. Oh, no, New New Jersey. New Jersey was like penciled in. They've made the playoffs. They're doing They might make a cup run. It was these are the three teams that have been like bottom dwellers for the last few years. They might take the next step. What what are your thoughts on that? It's Ottawa, Buffalo and Detroit. Well, I got I have a lot of ties to Buffalo. For instance, okay. um, so when I played in the East Coast, like my first year pro was for Don Granado and his assistant coach, Jason Christie, was my was the assistant coach at that time. So I got some ties to Buffalo. So I I mean, I think Don Granado is probably the best coach that I've ever played for, like, to be honest with you. Um, OK, so so I got a little tied to that. But that aside, that aside. That aside, I I think that um, it's very surprising that they're not that good right now because they have that Tage Thompson and they got that uh, oh, that 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 sweet uh, Darlene. Uh, Darlene. Darlene. Yeah. They got they got that young goalie. I think he struggled too. I think they sent him down to the minors. Devin Levi. Uh, Devin Levi. Yeah. Devin Levi. Um, so I don't know about that. You know, at the end of the day, Ottawa is like they're they're on the up and up. Um, okay. Like they, I mean, and Detroit has got Stevie Y. Simple as that. The guys, I all mean, right. that's it. So you you're asking me, yeah. so you're asking me, so you're asking me, which team would be the best out of those? The only reason I'll say it is because Stevie Y is in Detroit. That guy's smart yeah. as shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's it. Love yeah. It. All right. Love it. But uh, there's also arguments on the other two that you asked me sure. on, um, in my opinion. But that's totally. It. No, that yeah. makes sense. Stevie Y is, I, I, it seems anytime that they get a big free agent now, Taylor, like it's like, oh, uh, why did you come to Detroit? Ah, uh, Steve Eisner. Like, right. that's easy. 100%. No, yeah. He's, yeah. he's a, he's a, he's, a, I don't know. There's something about him. Like, like, I don't know if you guys are mad and like he's like, there's something about him that, He's just like I have a man crush on him. I mean, he's got like an he's got like an aura, you know. Right. Yeah, and he like when he talks <laughs> to players, but he's also smart too. Like he, I mean, look, we did in Tampa Bay, and look what he's doing right. in Detroit. They're on the up and up, right? I don't know what their record is right now. Are they bad or good or? They're they're I mean, they're up and down. Like it's either yeah. they're either on like a seven or eight game win streak, and they're on a seven game losing streak. Like they, they yeah. kind of they're they're high lots of highs and lows. They're not really consistent at the moment, but um they're, yeah. they're they're definitely better than they were last year that's for sure uh yeah. currently 15 15 13 and 4 so uh you know kind of in the middle of the pack but uh f- certainly better than they were last year that's yeah it, it, yeah not not good um all right let's uh we're, we're heading toward the end of the show let's wrap it up with some crack and talk um taylor we've got uh winter classic coming up here in a week now um we've we've, we've been seeing some stuff online and uh, they're they're setting down the ice. It's it's looking like it's gonna be a good time in uh, old downtown Seattle. The official date that they started was the 18th, which I believe was Monday. So we are officially on the way. We have outdoor ice in downtown Seattle, which is just asinine to say. But who would have ever seen it? I you know gr- growing crazy. up in growing up in this area, like I, you were I Alaska. That's a pretty cool thing. Came it's down nuts. this area. It's so cool. It's absolutely so cool. It's the coolest thing. 
Um, I, yeah, I'm not necessarily excited for them to be playing Vegas, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it, it's, it's got the, it's got the, uh, it's set up for a really good time and it's going to be a good thing for, for hockey. Uh, can't cam, uh, ask you a little bit. Um, what's, have you been following the Kraken at all? And if, if you have, do you have a player that stands out to you on the team? Uh, obviously talking about Yamo, you know, can't, can't not, can't <laughs> yeah. not mention Yamo. No, I, yeah, that's it for me. Like, like, to be honest with you, I'm a Kraken fan. I mean, I, but I, you know, other than, other than Yamo, I mean, like, I think they, like, in my opinion, and I'm, like I said, I, I take this, I mean, I don't follow them as much as I should, sure. but uh, they, they have a, they have a structure to them that, that is a, you know, a very tight, defensive game um they 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 don't have i mean maybe maddie veneers but i don't think so yet but they they're kind of like one of those teams like that'll that'll just be good but they don't have the superstar kind of stuff which is totally understanding back in Back in my day, like when the NH, like when San Jose came in or Ottawa or um, Phoenix, they were terrible for years, <laughs> like years. Horrible. I was drafted by San Jose. That's the only reason I got drafted by San Jose. Right? I mean, so I get it. I get it in a way that, that they, uh, you know, but I just don't see like, like the game is totally developed on uh, on superstar kind of stuff, sure. right? Like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, like that's my opinion. I mean, they're is it Grubauer is a goalie? Yeah, uh, Grubauer is in the he's goal right now, right now for them. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah, in the goal form right, right now. now. But um, we'll be it's it's Joey Dackard at the moment. So yeah, since Grubauer's I've been never hurt, even heard Joey, of him. But, so he's yeah. a young kid. He's a young kid. He's developed down in uh, the AHL a little bit, but uh, he's he's playing out of his fucking mind right now, which is nuts. Where's their AHL team? Is it uh, Coachella? It's Coachella. They're Coachella a brand Valley? new AHL team. Yeah. 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 That's another story that people don't ever talk about is how awesome the league has became on, uh, you know, having their minor league team on the West Coast. Like, right our minor league team in Anaheim was Cincinnati, Ohio. I mean, like, I remember like Minnesota's farm team was Houston. Like, I don't know where their farm team is now, but it was like such a absolute, like you get called up, you're, you're, you know, you're going to another time zone, like uh, not even close. Like half the time the teams are so cheap. They wouldn't even call somebody up. They go shorthanded um, because of that travel stuff. And uh yeah. Nowadays they they got the West Coast, so you got you got um, Vegas is in Henderson, which is that's where Speltsy's at. Oh, you yeah. guys know Tim mm. Speltz. Um, yeah. He's the GM of Speltsy, or I mean uh, the GM of Henderson. Or, uh, Henderson. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we've yeah. got uh, so yeah. uh, the Kraken also made a trade recently. Cam, I don't know if you know of this guy, uh, Thomas Tatar, uh, kind of been in the yeah. league for been in the league for quite a while now um taylor when you saw this trade what did you like initial thoughts i I, i'm a red wings fan so i knew tatar's like early time 
but I'm interested to hear from somebody who like didn't follow him very early on. Yeah, I, he had a down year this year. He's getting a little bit on the, you know, getting a little gray in the beard. But um, I, my initial thought was, there's nothing wrong is, with a gray beard. Hey, <laughs> hey I'm, you know what? I'm starting to poke him too. So I, you know, I can't complain too much. But uh, yeah, it's just it was like this isn't what they need. You know what's going on? But with the amount of injuries, they just they had to bring in somebody. And and who knows what he can do, right? So he's not going to do nothing. No, he's not going to do anything. But uh, you know, they had to try something with they, you know Schwartz, Burakovsky. You know, they they were missing some guys. So they, they need defensive help is what their main thing. But yeah, with the injuries coming out, Tatar for a fifth round pick, pff, might as well have traded him a bag of pucks. You know, so um, it's it, it's a it's a low risk move. He's only there for a year. Uh, if he does great, yeah, resign him. He can help with depth, but. but- but that's, in my opinion, that's the thing with Seattle. They don't do any big, they don't do any big stuff. They just kind of yeah. keep like. Uh, that's Francis, you know, they, man. That's Ron Francis, the GM. That's just he's. That's I not mean, and he, I'm yeah. not saying Ron Francis is always doing. I mean, I'm not here to say that, but right. like they don't do like if you look at like because I'm trying to be a Seattle fan. I mean, yeah, because like, my dog, like I mean it's the closest team and like what sure. an unbelievable thing i've been here forever and all of a sudden they got this nhl team and but they they don't do anything like i don't know they yeah. don't bring anybody in like yeah. uh who's you know, a these... who's a star you think they should go after if like like of uh, like obviously you can be like oh yeah conor mcdavid no like like a realistic star no. like who should they target you know somebody that would like be the uh what's a good example like jack you know how vegas traded for jack eichel like who's their jack eichel well, it should have been. I I heard Patty Kane was in there a little bit, but um, but yeah. I um, somebody like that though, yeah, yeah, something like that. Like, see, like I said, I wish I I wish I was more like of a hockey analyst um kind yeah, of no, thing, but but I like I would say like you know I I would say s- something, but it doesn't seem like they really, and I. They may, or I mean, they've done better than anybody's ever expected, right? Yeah. And so yeah. Francis has this. Francis has this uh, model, right? Because that's how he was. I mean, even though he's really good, but he wasn't really that good. Like, sure. like, uh, well, I mean, he was really good with the stats and everything like that. But like, he's, um, you know, you look on his stats and everything like that. It's unbelievable where he's up. I think he's like one of the top leading scorers in the history of the game, right? But he never, nobody really even knew about him, kind of sure. thing. So, so that's right. kind of like where he's trying to get at. And I mean, if that model works, I mean, all the power to him. But they need, they need some kind of a superstar to come in. I don't know what that name would be. I mean, what do you guys think? Like who, like who do you think? I mean, that's more on. They need a, they need some stud to come in there. It's t- it's it's tough Taylor yeah is it Taylor anybody come to mind to you like like if they were going to get a Jack Eichel type not necessarily Jack Eichel but like a an, a star that would become the like resounding head of that team I mean thinking of guys on the block I mean not really guys that are necessarily a star there. yeah it's just there's just not a lot going on so I mean the, the name that comes to mind I, I mean, yeah, if he was, if he was, uh, I, I think um, because Tor- eventually the, the cap's going to catch up with Toronto. 
um, Nylander might be a, a hell of a target. I think Nylander, there it is, right yeah. there. Yep, that's Nylander. Nylander's, Nylander's probably going. Either, so you got, you're just looking. Either you gotta one look of at those. those Marner, Marner would be the other one, maybe too. Sure. If he um, was, if he was wanting to get out of there, uh, the the rumors of his dad being upset with all of Toronto are 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 pretty solid. So, I'll throw a name <laughs> at you. I'll throw a name at you real quick. Uh, Elias Lindholm. I know he's been Ooh. he's been linked. He's been linked to Colorado, but he is on the block, and he's had a couple point per game seasons, which they could definitely use. So that we'll could see. also is work. that the guy for uh, the guy from Calgary. Yep, yep, he's like the top line center guy. So Calgary, Calgary's got to shit or get off the pot. Like they got to figure out yeah, if they're, they're rebuilding or. Oh, if they're, they're done. They're done. Oh, they're, they're done. So. <laughs> I think so too. Oh, they're yeah, done. I think so too. So okay, yeah. then uh, maybe Jonathan Huberdeau that... needs a new home. Maybe Jonathan Huberdeau sure. needs a new home. Sure. Yeah. I don't understand that one either. He goes really from a hundred. He goes from hundred and ten points when he was with. Uh, who's Florida. Winnipeg? Florida or yeah, no? Florida. Uh, Florida. Yeah. Florida. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was the other guy. Um, and then uh, to like fifty nine, yeah, is that right? Crazy. Oh, he's so, uh, he's, yeah, he's on. He's, and he's, he's having like a terrible year. Like he's yeah. shouldn't be. And on, he's like, sucking. So and he's sucking this year too. Yeah, 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 yeah. not doing good. French All right, guy. all right, we're rounding out the show. Uh, I think that's about it for us. Uh, Cam, thank you so much for coming on, man. Like this was awesome, yeah, buddy. All right, well, anytime, guys. Thanks. Absolutely. We'll reach out to you again and we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, once again, we want to thank our sponsors real quick, the hub tavern out in Spokane. That is the hockey bar here in Spokane, Washington, part of the anchor Alliance. Stop in and check them out. Monterey cafe in downtown Spokane. They are the greatest karaoke bar down there and some awesome pizza as well. Shout out to the hockey podcast network and fire chief, John Miller, longtime listener, longtime supporter of the John show. Boy. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Thanks again. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. Bye.